0: Hey, it's time for Priority Pastor. Good day, this is Darren Ride. Welcome back to Priority Pastor. Last time around, I I mentioned some common board eldership mistakes based on a a training I'm doing coming up. Part of the training talks about tools uh, useful tools, effective tools that boards and uh, elders can use. And here's a a list of them with a quick description. If you want to know more about these things you can probably google them or you can hunt me down and ask me about that. One of the tools is a consent agenda. That means at the start of your meeting you have a cluster of of common motions all clustered together. That would be things like approval of the past minutes, uh, approval of the treasurer's report, maybe approval of staff reports that The assumption is people read them ahead of time and you approve them all at once. If some of those items need discussion, they can be pulled out of the consent agenda. But having a consent agenda doing just one motion with very little discussion uh, can save you in the course of a year a lot of time. Another great tool is what's called a decision profile. And that is uh, that when you have a decision to make, you actually lay out what the decision is, what the factors are, and have a draft motion ready to go. And then you start discussing it around the motion and it accelerates and focuses your discussion on especially bigger issues. Another tool that often happens prior to the decision profile is what's called a discussion profile where you have a big item coming up and you're going to discuss it at a given meeting without making a final decision. And so the discussion profile lays out all of the relevant information. Sometimes the discussion profile will have you know, added documents that people need to read. So there's a lot of information. And then you, as a board, discuss some of the issues and take notes and begin to move towards the decision. But then you have a decision profile for the next meeting to really focus it in. This takes the pressure off of discussions of big issues. Another important tool is a board self-assessment. That is simply a questionnaire asking elders to evaluate themselves based on what elders are called to be and do in your context. You could also have something similar for the board as a whole to evaluate its business. Another helpful little tool is something that's called a church dashboard. A church dashboard is simply that you have uh, some some quick access to very important facts, you know, financial uh, facts and figures and, and ministry facts and figures and a calendar of plans. And, you know, some of those things that are all kind of, you know, summarized together so you can very quickly get your finger on the pulse of the life of the church. Another tool is to have a really clear budget process and I did a webinar recently on that. It's it's important that you have a clear budget process tied to the purpose of the church in relation to the ministries. Make sure the ministries are aligned with the purpose. Each of those ministries, this is another tool, should have a very clear mandate stating the purpose of that ministry and how that ministry actually functions. Should be a one-page document, just giving clarity to every ministry. Very similar to that is a position focus for each of the staff members and ideally for the ministry leaders. If someone's in charge of the ministry, whether they're paid staff or, or unpaid volunteers, it's good to have a position focus. It's a mini job description, one pager, stating the purpose, who they're accountable to, uh, what their you know operating structure is, and what some of their goals are. Another very important tool is that you have a clear nominating committee process. In most uh, churches, there's some kind of nominating committee, uh, particularly for the Board of Elders, and you need a clear process for that so it doesn't become a, a race to the, you know, the most rapid way we can find people to let their name stand, but rather the process of vetting and approaching and identifying those who want to serve. And I've got a fairly rigorous and committee process that I use in churches where I serve, and I may have to do some further training on that. And then something else that's really, really helpful is to have actually a best practices document for your board, describing how the board actually does its business. Best practices being such things as you know addressing confidentiality, using email properly, highlighting and clarifying that the locus for our decision making is what is best for the church at this time, not what do I want or what does my spouse want or what does my friend want. And just lay out some best practices about the way the board will function. Then you can communicate this to the church, you can communicate it to any new members to the board, and that gets you functioning more effectively. Well, that's a rapid sprint. Uh, through a list of some tools that uh, you might find helpful and functioning as uh, on a board or as a board. If you can't find what you need online, you're welcome to contact me and I can send you more what I've got on any of those tools. And I may do some expanded training on some of these in the future as well. Right. I think that's it for board training for now. Thanks again for listening. Have an outstanding day and press on.